there was another announcement from the provincial government that Legal Aid Ontario will stop paying for outside lawyers at bail hearings. The headline in the uh, Toronto Star is sweeping cuts to legal clinics called a direct attack on Toronto and organizations challenging the Ford government. Here to discuss exactly what these changes mean, David Field, he's the president and CEO of Legal Aid Ontario. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for being here. Uh, First of all, I want to ask you um, just what exactly this means. Legal Aid Ontario has instructed the province's lawyers that they will no longer be paid to represent clients at bail hearings. Well, I mean... Right now, traditionally, we we provide direct uh, uh, support, legal support through our staff for about 80% of the bill hearings. So, um, right now, we're going to be uh, uh, taking up additional uh, additional work uh, by using our staff in, in order to reduce some of our costs in this area. How much is uh, does Legal Aid in the past? How much do they pay a lawyer? Well, I mean, the private bar lawyers, uh, depending on, on their uh, area of experience, between 110 and $130 an hour. Okay, so how long could a bail hearing take then? I mean, that, that could be it could be 10 minutes, it could be hours. It really depends on the case. Is there... But, I mean, I think, you know, most of the cases that we're talking about are pretty uh, uh, traditionally short-term, and uh, we feel that our staff have, are more than adequate to enable to... to to provide the services that when, the clients require. When you talk about staff, we're talking about a duty council? No, we're talking about, uh, our, we have staff, our staff, uh, our duty council is provided by two two types of lawyers. We have staff lawyers and then we have uh, per diem lawyers. And we're talking about using our staff lawyers to provide these services in the future rather than hiring uh, or actually uh, rather than issuing a certificate for a private bar lawyer to do this, we're just going to take do the work ourselves. Why have uh, you in the past farmed it out? Well, I mean, it's a, it was one of those things where you know we are uh, we're able to provide the services uh, when we had the resources available to us, and when you know when our resources were reduced, we had to start looking at ways of doing it more effectively. And we feel that given our staff had the expertise and experience to do these, we were looking at having them provide additional services in the future. Are you um, not... really a, a focus on, on trying to make sure that we continue to provide services as best we can, with the cl- making sure that our clients are not impacted, um, and providing effective service uh, through the delivery, uh, through using a staff duty council. Are you not concerned that maybe your staff will now be overworked and exhausted and not able to uh, supply their client with uh, the best care. I mean, we're looking at making sure that we have the capacity and our staff to to do that. We do have the option of using per diem lawyers to assist us in, you know, in in locations where we might uh, be faced with a high volume of work. We've always done that. We always relied on the private bar as well as our own staff to provide uh, services uh, through duty counsel. We're going to continue to do that, but I said, uh, you know, our focus will be making sure that we do this more effectively and you know given our, our financial position we have to really look at every way of uh, squeezing additional resources out of the services that we provide. I, I like that you, you brought up the financial position you're in. Some lawyers say that the service reductions will penalize people that are in a financial position uh, i.e. the poor. I mean, we're, our clients are, you know, we, our financial eligibility has not changed in any way. Actually, as a matter of fact, it went up April 1st by 6%. We're going to continue to focus on our clients. That's what we'll do, and uh, we'll continue to do that in the future and make sure that they're not adversely affected. 
you know, that was the, sort of the guiding principle about all the changes that we made. How can we make sure that we live within the envelope that we have without adversely, adversely affecting client services? And that's the focus that we've had in all of these things that we've been doing, all these decisions that we've been making and announced yesterday, making sure clients are the focus of what we're doing. The, a Toronto lawyer by the name of uh, Dirk Durstein, he is a criminal defense lawyer. He spoke to globalnews.ca, and he frequently represents clients charged with serious offenses through legal aid. He said there's no question it will disincentivize lawyers from defending people on legal aid. It's already difficult. So if you uh, are disincentivizing uh, people being represented... I think one of the things you have to be careful of yep. is that we will continue to provide uh, certificates in areas where it's appropriate. Like some of the very serious crimes and very serious charges, you know, we're going to be continuing to work with the private bar and make sure that those services are available. But I think, you know, if you look at the traditional, the, the volume of, the high volume of cases that we're talking about in terms of bail, many of them are fairly routine. And, you know, Can you break that down very, for us? Because a lot of us are, you know, we're not at bail, bail hearings. When I you mean, say you fairly know, routine. If you're in custody for assault or uh, or something like that, it's, that's a very different uh, situation than if you're, you know, you're at a bail hearing and the person's been charged with murder. There's a very different. And, you know, that's, you know, if you look at the volume of most of the, the work that we're doing here is not those high-end cases. And we'll continue to work with the private bar in the high-end cases to make sure that clients are adequately represented. We still haven't, we haven't touched our big case management budget in any way, and that's going to continue to provide those services. So, I mean, one of the, there's a lot of details that still have to be worked out on some of these things, and obviously we need to make sure that we have clear communications with the private bar to make sure that they understand what the changes are and what they'll represent. And certainly we're going to be working with the courts to make sure that uh, the changes that we're making are not adversely affecting the ability of the court to function. So those are all things we're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks uh, before this uh, is implemented in July to make sure that we're addressing the issues that, that have been raised by people over the course of the last couple of days. David, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Cheers.